Hi everyone, my name is Yosef Siegel and welcome to this week's edition of the AMM Torah Podcast. Before we begin, this week's Devar Torah and Podcast is dedicated in memory of my friend, Aaron Svi ben Moshe Aryeh, who passed away earlier this week on Hanukkah. Uh, Aaron was in yeshiva with me when I first began to do the uh, Ancient Ideas for the Modern Mind blog. Uh, he's actually the one who came up with the Amen moniker. He came to me one day with the realization that if you took all the words and uh, <laughs> made, an, uh, made an acronym out of it, it, it came out to Amen, and uh, I liked it, and I put it in. So he definitely gets the credit for that. And uh, he definitely uh, wrote at least one Dvar Torah over the years, um, for Amem Torah, I think maybe even more. Um, I really should check, but definitely one that I can remember. And uh, I miss him, and uh, this Devar Torah should be a credit to his memory. And without further ado, let's get into this week's Devar Torah for Parshas Vayigash. So in Parshas Vayigash, we finally arrive at the emotional family reunion between Yosef and his brothers, and eventually Yosef and his father and the rest of his family. And the way it goes down at the beginning of the Parsha, uh, where we left off with Yehuda preparing to confront Yosef, and he actually has that confrontation with Yosef, leading to Yosef ultimately revealing his identity to his brothers, uh, rendering them completely speechless. And as he keeps talking, he encourages them to return to Eretz Yisrael as quickly as possible, and to return with his father back to Mitzrayim. And uh, both Yosef and the rest of the brothers, they all knew that the shock of finding out that Yosef was alive after so many years of missing him uh, could potentially kill Yaakov. So the brothers devised a plan to break the news to him gently. They had uh, the daughter of Usher, Serach, um, who was a musician. They had her play to Yaakov, and while she was playing to him, she told him uh, that Yosef was alive, and it sort of uh, went into him gently. But uh, Yosef also realized that uh, it could take a little bit more uh, convincing uh, for his father to believe that uh, this was actually true. So he made his own arrangements as well. Uh, I want to read uh, parts of three psukim that are found uh, in uh, Perak Memhei. The first piece is from Pasuk Chafalif, where I just want to read the end of the, of the Pasuk. It says, Vayitim lehem Yosef agalos al piparo, that Yosef gave the brothers' wagons by Paro's words. The next piece is in Pasuk Chavav, and this is already when the brothers have come back to uh, Eretz Israel with these wagons that were provided by Yosef. Um, and they've told uh, Yaakov that, uh, oh, Yosef, hi, Yosef's still alive. Uh, but the Pasuk says, Vayathag libo, but he had a turn of heart, he referring to Yaakov, he didn't believe them, he did not believe his sons that Yosef was still living. And uh, they continue to tell him into the next Pasuk, Pasuk of Zion. And then the Pasuk says something. Yaakov saw the wagons which Yosef had sent to transport him. Then the spirit of their father Yaakov was revived. At that point, Yaakov believes the brothers and all the sadness, all the burden that had been placed on him for the previous 22 years was lifted, and it was like he was alive again, and everything is great. So it's very clear by looking at the Psukim Chavav and Chavzayan that no matter what the brothers told Yaakov, he didn't believe that Yosef was alive. But then all of a sudden he sees these wagons, and all of a sudden, and, and poof, he knows that Yosef's alive. So the first point is just trying to understand what is the message in these wagons that Yaakov identifies them as uh as uh, 
the proof from Yosef that he's really alive. And the second point is that if you noticed, uh, in Pasuk Chafalaf, the first piece that we read, it says that Yosef gave the brothers these wagons, Alpi Paro, only based on the commandment of Paro. Uh, in those days, wagons were uh, only used by the king, so if you wanted to take some, you had to ask Paro for permission. So Paro had told Yosef to give them wagons because he felt it would be easier for them to come up from Eretz Yisrael to Mitzrayim with them. And of course, Paro uh, definitely wanted Yosef's family to come up as soon as possible because uh, if uh, Yosef was that good for Mitzrayim, if you multiply that by uh, 11 more brothers and uh, the rest of the family, it was going to be awesome. But then in Pasuk of Zion, it says that Yaakov sees the wagons, Asher Shalach Yosef Lesesoso, which Yosef sent to transport him. So even though it was commandment from Paro, Yaakov identifies these wagons as directly coming from Yosef. So what's going on with these wagons? And this is a very famous question. And Rashi gives a very famous explanation. He says that the last halachos that Yaakov taught Yosef before he was sold were the halachos of Egla Arufa. Eglarufa is when you find an unidentified body uh, in between two towns, and neither city knows, uh, recognizes the person, and they don't uh, know uh, which city he was in prior. So we measure the distance between uh, the body and the two cities, and whichever one is closer is deemed responsible uh, for this person's death, and there's a whole process that they have to go through. So those were the last halachos that Yaakov and Yosef were learning together before he was sold. So Rashi says that the similarity between the word egla, which refers to a calf, and the Hebrew word for wagon, which is agala, was a hint to Yaakov to make the connection between what he was being sent, what he saw in front of him, and the, the final halachos that he had learned with his son. So Yaakov sees these wagons, and he makes this connection between agala and egla, right away, and he realizes that it's indeed his son Yosef who's still righteous, keeping the Torah, learning the Torah after all these years, sending him these wagons, taking him back to Mitzrayim. And this is also why the Torah changes from calling them the, the wagons that Paro sent to the wagons that Yosef sent. Because even if the wagons were only sent on the command of Paro, ultimately they were a message from Yosef. And that's the only thing that Yaakov saw when he saw them uh, in front of his uh, in front of his eyes. So the Kliyakar takes issue with with this explanation of Rashi. He says that Rashi is committed to explaining the Torah with only the most pushup shot, the most fundamental understanding of the Pesukim. And he says that this is clearly not the case here. Yaakov has to make this connection between two words, between Egla and Agala. He makes it right away. Furthermore, if Yosef wanted to send a message, right, then what is the Pesuk saying that he sent these uh, wagons to carry Yaakov down to Mitzrayim? The, the wagons weren't there to bring them down to Mitzrayim. It was meant to send a message to Yaakov. Furthermore, it says that Yosef sent Agalos, multiple wagons. Well, why does he need to send multiple wagons? He can make his point with one. So says the Kliyakar, it, it can't be that Yosef just wanted to send a message to the wagons. The wagons were also very practical. And therefore, he understands uh, Rashi a little differently, that Yaakov saw a different set of halachos hidden in the wagons. The Kliyakar says the message was not the wagons themselves, that Yosef sent down, but the fact that Yosef had sent down something at all to bring his father back to Mitzrayim. While the halachos of Egla Arufa may have been the final halachos that they actually learned together formally in a base madrash, sitting down talking about together, Chazal teach us in Parshas Vayeshev that the actual final lesson 
that Yaakov gave Yosef was the mitzvah of Levaya, of providing an escort for someone, which are actually a part of the halachos of Eglor Rufa as well, because we say that, uh, that the reason why this person uh, died alone in the wilderness with, with no one knowing that he was there was because no one took care of him in the town and no one escorted him on his way to make sure that he was safe. Uh, so we learn from the Pasuk in Parshas Vayeshev, uh, which is in Periklam and Zion, Pasuk Yud Gimel, that when Yaakov uh, tells Yosef to go check on his brothers, he escorts him part of the way as Levaya, and he takes this opportunity to give over this mitzvah to Yosef in a very, very practical way. Yosef didn't need to provide any mode of transportation for his family. They were plenty wealthy. They probably had plenty of their own resources to transport themselves to Mitzrayim. He specifically provided these wagons as a way of showing his father that he still remembered the Torah he had been taught. And this proved to Yaakov that Yosef was alive, and furthermore, he was still holding in all the Torah he had been taught 22 years prior. He was still Yosef HaTadik. And with this realization, we see in Pasuk of Zion, Batachi Ruach Yaakov Avihem, and the spirit of their father Yaakov was revived. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening. For any questions, comments, or to subscribe to the email newsletter, please email me at amemtorah at gmail.com. That's A-I-M-E-M-T-O-R-A-H at gmail.com. The email newsletter will give you updates for Amem Torah, as well as the written version of the Dvar Torah in your inbox, along with an MP3 download of this podcast. The podcast is also available on iTunes. Just search for the Amem Torah podcast or my name, Yosef Siegel. Please check out the blog itself, oldideasforthemodernmind.blogspot.com, where you can get the written version of this week's Dvar Torah, as well as the archived versions of the previous eight years of Amem Torah Divrei Torah. Please check out my website, hashkafahandbook.com, where this podcast is hosted, and learn more about my book, Reality Check, A Handbook of Ashkafa. And finally, please check us out on social media. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash and on Twitter, Twitter handle at amemtorah. That's A-I-M-E-M-T-O-R-A-H. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening, and have a great job.